Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. Wherever you listen to this podcast, make sure you subscribe, hit the ding a ling a ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. Show your support, drop five stars, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. Subscribe, bada boom, bada bing, your mods in the room. My name's Gavin, that's MD, that's Scott, and that's Mr. Muir, my usual drinking buddies. Good evening, gents. Hello. Good evening. To you, my friend. Hello. I don't know why I've got blue in the big blue house in my head. Blue in the big blue house? No, is it bear in the big blue house? That was bear. Bear in the big blue house. That's the one. That's the bad boy. Uh, In this episode, we're going to um, talk about the difference between cask and keg, a wee preview of Brew London, um, a wee new segment that I'm calling Four Pack, find out more about the beer fridge crew. Bah, massive, bra, 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 and much more. Stop that right now. <laughs> Shots didn't fired. Then never do that again. <laughs> the, the thing is, that I'm after this week, and I'm just still fucking knackered. Fuck right. Anyway, uh, let's start off as we normally do. Go around the table and see what we're drinking to start off the evening. You've just took a sip of your drink. Mr. Mark, Mr. Mark, oh, just Mr. Mark. Mr. Mark, Mr. Mark, Mr. Ben, remember Mr. Ben? <laughs> Aye, top man. Right, kid, top man. No, he's another bugger that never bought clays, just so I could try different one. What an absolute prick. He's like one of the fuckers that try every flavour of ice cream. Tried on every outfit, had the boy out with fucking wetsuits, dying gear, the whole fucking shebang. Doesn't never, never bought a single thing in the shop, just put it back, <laughs> left it lying in the changing room and fucked off. <laughs> now the owner of the shop didn't catch on to him, <laughs> fucking beyond him. That's the way to do it, isn't it? And there, Palsy's all plumb with a different outfit on and then just buggered off. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, mate? Um, I'm on a supermarket jobby, um, research purposes, of course. This is the South versus the North. I can't remember where I got it from. You might be able to fill me in. It's the uh, Double Dry Hopped IPA, 7% from uh, Staggerly Good, Brew by Numbers, and Yonder. Uh, Jenks. It's it's a trio of Southern breweries, so I'm not sure where the North part comes in, but... It's a different beer, mate. Ah, right. Fair play. Well... I wish I'd picked the other one up now, in hindsight, but... No, I, think, I, think they've, I think they've stopped. I don't think there's any north left. Oh. Because the north was overtowing somebody else and somebody else. I see. No, is that the south you're drinking, Mark? Aye. No, I'm okay. Sorry, I had to step away from it. It's, it's okay. It's... Um, the bit that I'm enjoying the most of it as it's warmed up I'm glad that I'm re- reviewing it, and I, I think that's um, I'm just gonna have to like, like put asterisks on on most of these reviews. Is the beer's better, warmer? Like I'm just deciding that, right? I'm just making a like sweeping statement on that. Like there's unless it's lager, 
every other beer should be warmer. And we're going to come on to a good conversation about this later, I suppose. But, and Captain Flip-Flop might switch over depending on how where that conversation goes. 100%. But this is just, it's it's okay. It's a supermarket beer. I can't remember what the price is. It would be about 2 50 maybe 3 quid a can. The mango and the pine um, are coming through um, as it's got warmer, which I'm appreciating. It's got a nice body, excuse me, to it. Um, but it's missing juicy. It's m- missing, like, it's quite claggy for me. And, like, it's just, it, it, it's an, it, dare I say it again, but it's a nice introduction to a higher percentage double dry hopped IPA that you're going to pick up in a supermarket. Would it drive me to go to Stagham the Good, uh, Brew by Numbers, or Yonder? No. But it would introduce uh, a non kind of craft beer wanker into a whole realm it might, of flavour. I, I might introduce you to the style of DDH. Oh, I um, would agree with that. Like It's a whole new flavour um, approach. In, cons- in comparison to breweries that do it really well, it's mediocre. I, I I was saying snap because I've literally just finished drinking the exact same beer. Um, the bit, see the bit on the can. It says it's a silky mouthfeel. I mm. think when you when you're saying it's claggy, I, I disagree with the can and I agree with what you're saying. Like mm. it is kind of sticky and you just. Well, that would sell many cans if they said that's quite claggy. Aye, well, aye, probably folk down south would be looking at it going, "What the fuck does that mean?" To be fair, but if you're going to put silky in on a can. Like you expect, like at seven percent and silky, or is it soft? I can't remember what it's saying there. It's saying okay. soft and silky. Fucking hell, fair enough. Like be soft. You would expect, you know, like I, I think they're just like it's a whole contradiction. Like if you're going with mouthfeel and then a soft and silky, for me, that's like mouthfeel has a a bit more bite to it. Like that's how we've always talked about like chunky beers in the past. And for me, the mouthfeel of like a 7% beer should be chunky, as in it should have body and texture to it. Yeah, like yeah. It's got oats in the beer, so you expect there to be mouthfeel. You expect it to be that like m- more bodied, chunky. So silky and soft, I think. Like soft, you can have a chunk, like, but silky, I think, it's just a bad choice of words. I think, the thing is, for, like we've said it a hundred times, for a supermarket beer, a 7% at that price. Well, is what it is. Exactly. Get what it. he gets. Um, Scott, what you got, mate? I'm having the, the double Oregon Trail. Oh, you son of a bitch. Super duper. Not too bitter in, in the slightest. Um, but Ooh. then again, that's my fourth beer, so... Um, <clears throat> just tastes like better than no oven beer at this point. Um, but it's pretty bitter. It's pretty intense, flavour-wise. Having it because I've got two of them and I've only got one of the normal Oregon Trail left. Um, so why it's just as Callum said last week, the good things about it that he mentioned anyway are, are all there in spades. I don't think it's necessarily too much, but then again, I'm not it's, drinking a juice bomb or anything sweet and juicy before it, so that's probably it's just all down to personal preference, isn't it? Really, so yeah. it was just um, I, I just found that to be right on the upper limit of where what I could handle for butter. It was just. I think any just, any mirror it would have just been unpleasant for me. It just makes me miss uh, the cone. <laughs> mm. 
even more. Got two candidate left. Mm. <laughs> I still have the one I promised a, a friend of Pod, Andrew Fisher. Hi, that, no chance. <laughs> he's for, he's forgot. A, we'll see how the night goes. <laughs> nah, exactly. Hundred percent. Carl, what you got, mate? Um, I picked up. Uh, might as well be. No, no, it's oh, a bit harsh. No, it's oh, a bit harsh. No, it's a bit harsh. I've picked up a, a local wind brewery. Oh. Um, no tours on Saturdays. It's called Blue Wave Machine, and it's their New Zealand Pilsner. Um, Pilsner with Nelson. Mm. Um, and it's all right. That's okay. Um, it's kind of what you would expect from a Nelson beer, but kind of like dialed down to five. Um, it's kind of just got all the hard edges taken off it, really, to be honest. It's, the flavour's there, that kind of gooseberry winey flavour and aroma um, it's just lacking a wee bit but again it's a supermarket beer for uh, a run of the mill brewery for me um, mm-hmm. at 4% it's it's cold out the fridge and yeah you could sit in on a summer's day and, and quite happily pound 3 or 4 of these you know and you know it wouldn't, it wouldn't spoil your day so especially in the summer time and it's, <clears> what is it must be 170 180 a can right Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's oh. uh, you know they've, they've hit the nail. Definitely want to yeah. take round to somebody's house that looks fancy but isn't really. So if somebody nabs it, leave it. Nabs one up. Put it in the fridge and take something better out. Exactly. I was going to say that's the one. Disguise it nicely in the nicely in a craft fridge amongst other craft cans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take the good stuff. And then the pet the Henry Hoover associate pulls it a couple of days later and, go, and drinks it. Go, oh yes, I've finished. Somebody's left a stoter of a beer and then drinks it. What the fuck is this? <laughs> can though. I like the can. Can look sweet. <laughs> can look really nice to be fair. Ha, sounds good. Uh well, it doesn't sound good, to be fair. Uh I'm gonna round off the supermarket uh, thing. I'm on Northern Monks, Faith and Futures. There's another rendition of uh, Faith and Futures. Uh, hazy IP at six percent. Fucking is what it is, steady IPA. It's easy. Does what it does on the tin. Can it go wrong? Bada bing, bada boom. Psh, beer. That's, that's a solid number for a solid beer. go to, isn't it? It's alongside Deluxe. And it's a good place for it to be, is alongside Deluxe Jaipur and right. uh, things like that. It's the one you, it's when you pick shit. it up and you pick it up and you're like, you know what you're going to get and it's going to be decent and you're, you, you're not going to be disappointed. Uh, like, just an automatic pickup if you're like, I need four or eight beers to aye. take to the X place. You can no. that can safely be in and because like one the colour is like I know my my lighting's a bit shit tonight, but my colour is really nice to be fair. It was it's always a nice like that's it like you say it's the kind of beers that you want though, isn't it? Like supermarket ones that just hit the mark. You know you like you get you get. Like good value for money, I suppose is maybe the best. Um, like, because there's nothing worse than being, like, I suppose most supermarket beers there's probably good value for money, but I think that I, I actually like I, I start I started to flop on my fucking self as soon as I got halfway through that <laughs> sentence. Um, because uh, you're some probably, of them you're getting humped on. Yeah, uh, I would probably some agree. Like, I, and I. I I'm the world's worst for that, like 179 for a can of something that's 
pish, would I rather just spend a quid on Star Pramen? Like, probably. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's what, like, aye, if you're going to go, if you're going to go to Daylands, you're better going go with something like a, aye, like a Star Pramen or a, even like a Cobra or something like that. Go proper old school. Go aye. something a bit. Aye. Even if you're getting... I'm a, see the thing, see the, see the thing for me... I'm a aye. fan of the old Crombacker. I like a, I like a wee icy cold Crombacker. I don't like a either. I like a Crombacker and I like the... Who's it they used to do? The, it was the original Aldi wheat beer. Oh, the, what was it? It wasn't like the... It was, it was like the monk, Fri- was it? Franz Weiser or whatever you call it. It wasn't... It was aye, because it wasn't quite Francis Canner or whatever it is. Or anyway, it was... It aye, was, it was good. I've I've weirdly found myself in Tesco the last couple of times. You're standing there looking at the craft beer cans. I feel myself just slowly going further down there and looking at the bottles. Like the old Tesco bursts me because of the fucking packs. Aye. Fucking stop selling packs. The whole point is I want variety. I don't want four cans of old dross. Fish. You know what I mean? And the only one that's. I thought you were going to say old joke there. Not a roll with it. <laughs> roll with it's the, the exception to that rule, which yeah. we know survives the blast tiller <laughs> in certain households. Indeed, um, yes. It still tastes absolutely <laughs> perfect. So it's the exception that, that almost proves the rule, if you like, which is the the multi-packs of dross are, are just that. I mean, we've done it before, and it was a while ago since you've mentioned it, but the Duval. Mm-hmm. The, that's value for money, extra, The double-double with the Big value. quid. Fucking nine percent. Yeah, that's that's superb. But I think it's interesting. It's interesting to watch the sort of evolution of craft beers in supermarkets because since I started drinking craft beer, there was there was loads of selection, and then they got more selection, and then it got more, and then they just decided, oh, we're going to start selling multi packs of craft beer, and now that's all you can get. You go to Tesco, you know Tesco and Bathgate, and you know, 60% of the shelf that used to be all various different varieties of craft beer are now devoted to um, multi-packs. And you're like, fuck really? off. Well, here's a, th- here's a theory. Well, multi-packs? Well, you're, so, getting, you're getting Sierra so Nevada. Of, you're, uh, you're getting several Buxton ones. You're getting Sputnik. You're getting various different Magic Rock ones. Um, but it's got- all... Sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to say. Obviously, I've I can't remember the last time I was in the big Tesco. Like my Tesco is like a crummy wee one, so you're getting Moretti, Peroni, <clears> and a canny something of like you know, brut, uh, like I can't think. But anyway, but the whole point for me, I was trying to think is is the multi packs, the big boys stealing shelf space with Tesco being like we can offer you more. As and I was thinking. Is it the like Beaver Towns of the world? Is aye. it the Brew Dogs yeah, of yeah. the world? Is it yeah. the aye? But it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the big boys of the craft beer world. It's Beaver Town um, of the Brewdog. Um, it's a uh, fucking um, Magic Rock. It's um, North um, Northern Monk. Um, you know, so oh, that's well, that's. Uh, other than North and Northern Monk, they're like every other one's macro, aren't they? Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Like, they're all ran by, uh, like a conglomerate. If that's the easiest way to kind of think it, you know, with uh, like Aye. I know Brewdog technically isn't, but and I'm not going down that rabbit hole. But um, you know, you've got Heineken powering 
Beaver Town, and you've got well, it was Lion and it was Sasahi that was po- powering um, Magic Rock, and they're part of four pure now, and they've all been booted, didn't they? So they're Aye. still, but you know, that's like you know, it's even getting into the supermarkets that the macro. But it's uh, that's why I was t- trying to think about like you know we had so much variety, and people were fighting. We had the vaults north, and they've probably all got spaces. I'm the the, the wrong person to think of, like to to mention what's in there. But if the shelf space is getting getting smaller to fit multi packs in, it's only then benefiting the big boys. And no, it's it's you're, it's, it's, you're, you're fitting the nail need to be fair. Like or, I think, or, or, my, here's my alternate. Only slightly alternate theory, which is even with the wee ones. Do you think if you think about back to think about roaster coaster, think about mm-hmm. the evil twin number, the pohala that we've seen in Morrison's and things like that? Do you think, and I know they're different. Even your your Thornbridge stuff, your original craft breweries that first got themselves in vault, being one of them, for example, as well. They all went in with massive lost leaders because the lost leader was we'll get the space. One will get the space, two will get the people, and then we'll bring them to where we are. Aye. That was back when they didn't they had to have the tank space set aside, but they didn't necessarily have to make money out of the mm-hmm. supermarket space that they had to fill. Now they've got the space, they've got the order for the volume and the economic climate means they need to try and make something out of what's there. So what they now put there is dross. Compared to what would have been there before, right. would have been a seven or eight percent rumor where they go and get a big name in. So the the they've suffered the the success that they've had in getting the shelf space has then made the quality of what was there suffer. So you think mm-hmm. about the, the craft beer space in Tesco, even in somewhere shite like Bathgate, it's a massive space compared to what it was before. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it way back, it was like half of the space that it is now, I... and that was all single cans. Right down to the bottom, you maybe had the bottom bottom shelf was brew dog multi packs, and that was it. Now it's like half and half, Aye. and the the quality of the cans is poorer for it because the, there is the cans, no, the cans that are there. to gain space. The cans space. that are there on their own, it's the same breweries. It's the same Aye. breweries, and and uh, you know Northern Monk. Not, I mean, see particularly Morrison's Northern Monk's got like a section, and they've got like seven or eight different cans, but it's all the same. It's all. DDH pale. Aye. You know. Definitely. But so that's folks... I suppose at the end of the day, that's what people are going into the supermarket for, aren't they? Like Aye. you know, you're going into the supermarket, pick up a couple of cans that you would pick up with your shopping, it's going to be lager, pale ale, you know. And I was I was going to say IPA, but realistically probably not. Like you're picking up light, that's what people are drinking. That's the entry level beer. You know, the likes of ourselves that are like you say a wee bit more craft oriented you know you're going in to maybe pick up the new release like it's going to be the four quid can or the three quid can whatever it is but the bulk of your craft beer shopping is going to be through bruiser or it's going to be through bottle shop or it's going to be through amazon or whoever the heck it is that you fucking buy your beer from Mm -hmm. and then your top-ups are going to be you know your supermarket fillers that you can smuggle under the the shopping ban to f- stock up your uh, stock up your fridge into <laughs> like it's the, the 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 ones that are the, the what I would and alongside that is the ones that are good are the ones that have always been good. Yeah. 
That's true. Dog aside, because they used to be good and aren't anymore. So again, they're the exception that proves the rule. But that's because they're just wankers overall now, and they weren't mm. necessarily before, or have always been. But we didn't know. So, <laughs> Northern Monk, Thornbridge, vocation. You could take any one of the three breweries, and they're the ones that get it right every single time. You never get it. No, necessarily. And I get what Callum's saying. They're probably a bit overexposed, but that's because they get the volume away. And they've always been good at it. Like you were talking, the 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 North version that's got three breweries in it. But the, the reason it's in Tesco is because Northern Monk are there, right? Yeah. Not because Overton are there. It's Absolutely. Northern Monk. The same way your vocation. How many times have we said about life and death or whatever? That'll just always sell cans, and that's a four pack because they're good at it. Jaipur, yep. by Thornbridge or anything else by Thornbridge that, that you'll go and pick that up. And that's because they've, they're good at it. They hit the supermarket stuff and we're selling that kind of early doors. Location yeah. have always been great, which we've spoke about before, makes them suffer for a craft brewery perspective because they've always been so good at being supermarket staples. Mm-hmm. They just have it right and they have it right all the time. You could pick up anything by the three and it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. You would be somewhat satisfied. You would go anything from the middle of the road to that was quite impressive for... I was going to say, for the price point, this is where you're talking about getting value for your money. And you're never going to miss, really, with them. Like, Mm -hmm. whether it's roll with it or whether it's uh, life and death or whether it's some crazy thing like the chocolate mint thing they put in at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. It's never going to really whiff. Anyway, we've taken a massive tangent away from no, no, I wasn't at all. Not a massive tangent whatsoever. I I can roll it back in because Your context page is fucked. Well... (laughs) Is that I think I'm, I'm probably going to end up picking up a, a couple of a cases of packs of the roll with it for um, yourself and the other um, two non pond nonsense wanks. They're not going to listen to this, so we can call them any name. Uh, that's true. Yeah, no, we can't make a wee binge on the way down. I'll make a full binge on the way in the, in the road down. You'll get, you'll get, I'll what, eight episodes? I'll need my headset with me so I don't have to listen to myself. Yeah, Bad enough sure. even at the first time. Uh, look at my world. Um, but yes, um, gentlemen are heading down south of the border um, to my neck of the woods. Um, we're venturing out to Brew London Festival this Friday. Myself and Mark went last year. That was a lot of fun. A lot, yeah. lot of fun. Sure, you were, so you were working slash fun. not working. Well, I worked the first bit, like, you know, I did. Um, and then, you know... Played catch up very quickly, which had its pros and cons. To be fair, <laughs> because you were on wind down mode by the time I was like every stop, I was like, "What's that? Nine percent? Ah, give me one of them. What's that one? Aye, well, just stuff. He actually, he's got a glass in his bag. Let's just fill both of them up. That's fine. Like, <laughs> it does get a wee bit mental. Um, and to be, for me, like Breland is is one of the festivals. I have a lot of fun at it. I think it's a really good fun. Uh, a, a rundown of some of the breweries that will be attending uh, the weekend. You've got Attic Brew, York, Cloak and Dagger, Drygate, Fierce, Freedom Brewery, who apparently do a shit ton of beer, but the beer's fucking shite. Fuck knows how. Uh, Green Duck, Hackney Church, Jawbone, uh, Lane, Turning Point. Jawbone, uh, we've had, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we've had, we've had them in the podcast. It's a very the job one's the one we've got the, the glass for, is it? No, yeah, it's in the, yes. it's it's the, the glass with the hook on it. That's the one, that's the bad boy. So I, hook. 
a kind of an eclectic kind of list of 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 breweries. I've got the pink forklift, isn't it? Is it pink? Yeah, it's the one. Well, right. different colours, but I different that's the colours one. of forklift. That's the brewery. So I'm not looking forward to it. To be fair, I think it'll be, I think it'll be good fun. Obviously, I see it at Nevada um, stage. That's stage. cool. I I, I said this to you. Um, Right before everybody else joined, Gab, I am going to have to turn my phone off on Friday for you fuckers, like, big time. Like, there's no way I... I'm my... Chat on mute? Chat on mute, totally. Um, I, it's just going to be so difficult. Like, we use fucking posts and Sierra Nevada this and Job on that and, you know, Green Duck this. And I'm just going to be thinking, fuck. I hope to land myself a trip. Mate. You take a friend if you get a trip, I'm in. <laughs> I just, um, I, I totally agree, Gav, the, 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 the range of beers that we had last year and what your, the, the, the breweries that are there this year as well, I think it's just going to be, it's like a real good showcase of UK brewing and the whole, the, the whole festival, you know, you, you get, the thing that I enjoyed the most is like the people that you want to speak to are predominantly at these events for yeah. the for the breweries as in like <clears throat> it's not just Especially hired that. staff right. you know people are kind of right the amount of people we got blithered last year and you're sitting having a beer with owner head brewer mm-hmm. you know wh- whoever it might be and it's just it's such a cool atmosphere like they obviously they trick the place out that you know and there's food drink you name it and for Obviously, I know all the guys, like the two that aren't being, haven't, have done a couple of beer festivals and that, but the London, like. I, th- I don't like, think, I don't think, see if you've got, no offense to like the Glasgow Beer Festival and stuff, but like no, London like, ones, London ones do it bigger. Oh, it's on and, steroids, um, mate. That's what I was going to say. Like, it's, it's, it's you know. 100% on steroids and, um, like it's just fucking bananas. Remember, like even see what I'm hoping this year. Like last year when we went, that was when we found Hop the Bond, oh, and that man. stuff was fucking. James is a fucking ledge, me. <laughs> and thing just... is, well, I still speak to him. I've got I, like honestly, like I had him on a oh, WhatsApp FaceTime. I exactly. Um, I was sitting in Ryrie's a few weeks back, <laughs> and he was t- he had text me, and I was like, try to do the old. I wonder what time it is. I was like, fuck it, I'm going. to... Uh, and then next thing he's FaceTimes or whatever it is and what's up and he's sitting at his kitchen table eating his breakfast and fuck you man like just because I've got a fucking Texas pal that's going <laughs> to take me to San Antonio when the Spurs draft fucking the big French boy but anyway um, and then but that's the cool thing about it though like you don't know who you're going to meet at these events yeah. and you can get all Beer friendy, wanky, in betweeners, all about it. But it's that's so if actually after back when we went last year. If you remember, we jumped, we um, spoke to Forest Road Brewing, <clears throat> who since that festival sent me two very kind care packages out of absolute, uh, absolute out of the blue. Yeah. Talking um, about them, and I know you're halfway sponsored by them. Now. Have you seen the advert? Yes. Po- the Traj. posh one, Traj. Is it the po- the posh one? I think so. Aye, and it's the it, pinky it's thing. Crown related, is it not? Aye. Aye, it's like you don't have to be posh to be po- ah, that's not that. I reckon it's I like a proper it's... advert though. Like it's like it's like James Fubrudog's 
sponsored it. <laughs> it's professionally done. It is quite. It is quite. Um, it is very professional to be felt. Is there any for yourself, Scott? I know you're more craft beer inclined than the other two that are joining us for the festivities. Is there any that you're looking forward to trying apart from Sierra Nevada? Sierra Nevada, um, <laughs> little known brewery from uh, America. Uh, I don't know. I've got job on seeing what they're up to again would be good. That's going to be a, a good mm-hmm. kind of like revisit and see how they're getting on. I'm assuming that'll give us a chance to meet um, the owner and stuff and see what's happening there and what's new and what beers they've got on, what direction they're taking things in because it's been a wee while. Green Duck was the one that shouted, jumped to me. Because like, that black IPA they done with mm-hmm. Trinity that we had was an absolute banger of beer. And I can't remember the guy's name and that's really bad, but you mentioned it. But we ended up, he was battered at Brew London when we met him oh, last okay. year. I, he, like, and he recognised us and we didn't recognise him. And it was like, oh, boys, and we ended up getting a couple of scoops of him. Aye. And... I was just like that was like when I was that was Ill. Ill. that was like that was neat that must have been about halfway through the session. He's Aye, fucking... well, that's when I was like on the turn, if you know what I mean. As in, like yeah. <laughs> work was slowed up, and I was on. And whereas Gav was starting, to, he had his he had his swims. Oh, mate, I, warmed, I warmed up with a fucking slush, fucking. Uh, it's like a nine percent slush puppy thing. Water <laughs> thing, I like, Here we go, and you're in the room. There's two. I mean, I was looking through the list. There's two like weird name that stood out there's a, a brewery called magic dragon brewery brewing excuse me and uh the way out back Oof. brewing i thought like, sound interesting that sounds N- never <laughs> never heard them before but this is the thing about this festival there's tons of brews you've like never heard of any of these at all but you'll end up like that's the ones you make a beeline for though well making drink three or four of their beers like these are fucking tremendous and it's it's different Wait, because so the breweries actually have to fork out a wee bit like quite a chunk of money to be at this festival so I think it's two and a half k if I'm remembering and and nowadays it's no fucking it's a lot of money for a brewery actually no actually I'm looking forward I wonder who's coming down for fierce I wonder if if it's Dave and that are coming down the Dave the the that'd be interesting and let's see what Drygate bring I think it'll be good I think it'll be lovely Alright, we'll bring some good stuff. Oh, and Badger. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's some weird names. Just like, I've never heard of these breweries, but the names are fucking brilliant. Like big I said, Hug. Book. That sounds good. Aye. Well, in fact, Big Hug are decent. Oh. oh. You never mentioned this one, obviously because it's macro, but you know, or sells quite a lot, but you never said that. Uh, Budweiser Budvar would be there. No, you take the words out of my mouth, I just seen it there. I was like, Budvar. <laughs> <laughs> Budweiser Budvar, straight from tank specialists. Aye, yeah, no, Budvar would be right there. Might be good. The setup, like I said, the setup's awesome in that place. And um, we're doing the old trade up, so we're not we're not moving. When the session le- finishes, we're staying. Oh, carry on non stop. That sounds good. I'll be there. To spill fucking, some of course, he makes a, makes a beeline to the fucking food. Salads, mate. Water. Salads. Salads. Aye, I'll, I'll take a picture of them. Can you wait to see what Ekeg Plus are up to? Aye. Oh, well, incidentally, funnily enough, I, I'm pretty sure last time I got roped, he was talking to somebody for work and I got roped into fucking doing some ski electrics track 
See if I can oh, beat this no. time to win some pish. I was like, ah, right, whatever. That'll waste me two. That'll waste two minutes. Um, so I that you'll get a, a full um double barreled. I've heard it before somewhere. Ah, uh, you've heard it. You've heard their stuff. So you, you'll get a, a full on next week's oh, podcast. Favela. Favela. See if you did Cervera. your research and you looked before, you'd fucking know. I think he put a surprise. What's the point in getting excited <laughs> about something that's weeks away? It's no weeks First craft beer kit. That's your bucket you got through fucking... What's it called? What's that shite supermarket in the centre called? Yes. No, the other one. That's defunct. Wilco, that's it. I mean, did you know get a craft beer a beer brewing bucket out of Wilco? Backstar. I did. Oh, me, yeah. you're you talking to me. Oh, sorry. Aye, I, I, I don't know who the fuck you're talking to. Aye, I did. I. Correct. That is, that was me. First craft beer. Hey, never, hey, uh, all I'll say to you, Scott, is bring down uh, an empty rucksack with you. No, I'm bringing one. Um, cause yeah, it'll he's be bringing down an empty car. That's, mm. that's very true. Because it'll be fucking foo. Oh, I know, meat, and, meat and bun by Gaucho. Meat and bun. Look, mate, there was, there was a couple in there that I've had my eyes on. And I was like, whoa. <clears> that, a wee cider. Pretty good. A wee cider for the, for the mirrors. Oh, Henry oh, West. Aye, there's a, there was a couple there. of ciders there. Oh, oh really? Nice. Mm-hmm. Yo, full, full spirits, full cocktails. Hox. Hox cider will be there. Hofmeister. Get a wee Hofmeister in. That's a classic, is it not? That is a classic. <laughs> You're going to have to go and see um, the guys at Battle of the Brewery, surely. See if you can get a fucking our old uh, playing card. 100%. I think it's actually the same playing card as last year. I'm not going to lie. No, still. Because I've, I've already, in fact, it's sitting right here. Oh, Lane will be there. Yeah, they make good beer. They look, they make fucking tremendous beer. Oh, for, see if you can get this right. Who's the, who's the absolute staple non-brewery every beer festival we've ever been at? Mark Dixon. Love God. Oh, yep, 100%. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said the staple non-brewery, I was like, has to be the snack guys. Like, yes. Love love corn. Fucking fillings since they started. <laughs> I don't know how folk eat that shit. And see, the, the thing is, like, I went in the supermarket just to pick up some beers for the night, and it's, all the love, it's everywhere, man. I'm no, like, how, it's like you, why are you eating that? Rabbit old days will put, we'll put the stains for rough cast in a bag. <laughs> make, make you eat them. Yeah. It's, it it's like it's like the Russian roulette of snacks. Oh, unbelievable! <laughs> man. Man. No, you halfway through, halfway, yeah? halfway through the bag, any mouthful could destroy your teeth. Right, yeah. teeth. <laughs> mm. just—it's not like everyone else that strips the enamel off, just can break them. Right. It's well, it's well a hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> make your trip to the dentist worth it this year. <laughs> Here, have a bag of nails. Round the uh, <laughs> round corner, there, Gav again. Hat round corner. I'll I, I might have to take a couple of hats for me just to switch between. Just do a bit of rotation. Round corner, I got that hat last year, and I think I've got another couple as well. Um, so I'll do a rotation. I've just accidentally pushed my cable and turned my camera off for no Oh, reason. the London pub crawl by Mad Dog Games Limited. No, hmm. I've seen that. It's it's. Oh, we'll the... get a wee Timmy. We'll get a wee landlord in, Carl. Timothy. Timothy. Oh yes. Well, the funny, the funny thing is, so I was, t- I was actually saying this before we were recording to Mark, um, with regards to how the day would play out, and obviously my mind would just stay there till whatever time. But then there's another other bit, me it's like, oh, the Bermans, the beer mail is like a, a ten minute taxi. 
Need a seven minute Uber or a really thirty minute the, walk. Do you really want the two zoomers that were taking me as in public? Not really. No. Right. That would be like letting off a hand grenade. London mm. might be quite busy this weekend as well. Let's be it will be <laughs> fucking heaven. Couldn't hear the song going on this weekend. So. We're having something set that, that we're in. That's very true. Very, it's, very true. It's quite good. Especially it's got food and that in it and we'll just oh. escape at a decent time make we'll it to the reaches of the world. You can take the boys to Birarama or whatever you call it, man. That's more like Ah, uh, don't you worry about that. I've got that I've got the Saturdays. Oh, don't you worry, I fuck. I'm worried. Ah, I'm worried as well. Eh, uh, news. Looking forward to it though. Listen, fucking if we can ever figure out, if we can ever figure out for ourselves how many fucking duvets Eastbourne's got. We'll, we'll manage this. We'll be all right. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. Never seen a longer text string about duvets. Hey and man, at least there's, there's plenty of blankets, mate, or towels. You're sorted. Uh, you're that's in. What it is. Let's be honest. Wacko, will bring his in because it'll be hypoallergenic and. Fucking... <laughs> that's what I was looking for. And. Uh, Fisher will not make it home any night that he's just staying there. <laughs> That's true. I might put one of those uh, Apple Air tags fucking I in his shoe. I've got two spares. I'll air tag them. No, I put them in his shoe or something. <laughs> fucking lose them. Fucking Houdini. You've uh, left your luggage behind. <laughs> you've, you've left your Fisher <laughs> behind. Eh? Where's, uh, where's Soho? Oh, Christ. Oh, again. Oh, we're lugg- uh, our luggage is moving into Soho. <laughs> uh, I'm fucked. Jesus. Uh, new segment for the podcast. Um, obviously, we've been doing this for, what, five years-ish, roughly. And we, We've been doing this for so long that we've never actually taken the time to let you guys and the listeners of the podcast get to know us a little bit better. And the, the way I thought, I, I know, I know, you're looking like, oh, I can, I can. You've probably turned off at this point going, I don't fucking want to know you. What is it? Which you is... want national insurance number, <laughs> annual salary, postcode? <laughs> All four, please, uh, in the form of uh, a segment called Four Pack. Uh, they're going to be four unrelated, well, not completely unrelated beer questions um, for us to answer. Um, it's the same question for all four of us because I couldn't be bothered doing multiple questions. Sounds good. Have you got a theme tune for this segment? No, I don't. But I've got a fucking way of turning my camera off without even touching it. Would you believe? That's really good, isn't it? Um, so first question to us all. I'm going for beer. Ah, you, um, you, you get um, Fill, fill this gap. Oh, fill. We're a pH. Aye. This segment is sponsored by... You say, can I read a review for the Bog Hall Butchers? Oh, actually, what we can do, I want I want in like um new beer from uh what's her face? Project seven. Oh, Stuart, Stuart. Project Seven. Stuart. Uh, that has been an actual perfect filler because I wanted I wanted to make sure I talked about it and I've no great written doing. Um so it's perfect. Project seven beer uh, from Stuart and it's a Pilsner and it's a fucking mind bender because yeah, mm. it's got words in it that we don't know, nice. which is, is, is a regular day-to-day occurrence, but not necessarily yeah. about beer. Um, so this is called File Be Back, which is excellent. A lovely play on words. Yeah, tremendous play on words. <clears throat> it's a 4.9% thialized Pilsner. Now, thialized isn't something that's been between your legs, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> um... And I was like, immediately like, what the fuck is that? What is thialized? 
because I've never come across it before um, and immediately went on a, a bit of research. So I thought I'll save the one listener that listens to this podcast the, the, the pain of having to try and figure out what thialized means and let them determine whether they like it on their own. Mm. So thialized or it refers to yeast strains that have the ability to biotransform the thiol precursors found in malt, hops, and grape-derived products into free thiols. Brewers can unleash these previously inaccessible tropical aromas into their beers simply by switching to a thialized yeast strain. So it's a it's a strain of yeast that's been thialized, which then gives when they're brewing with it, not mm-hmm. just the yeast and the sugars therein, but also the hops, the opportunity to go after these additional tropical aromas, basically. Aye. So whatever hops and whatever yeast it is they're using, no had the hop bill yet for the, the Pilsner, but whatever's in there should be fruit forward, but without adjuncts. So take it for some of the, we've been through some of the supermarket level beers, laggers with lime, laggers with X, laggers with Y. Um, so hopefully this will give a wee bit more of a kind of fruity kick coming at summertime. It's obviously a limited release because it's Project 7, but not going to be available all the time. But hopefully that's a lovely wee experiment into using this could be the next cryo, the next whatever it is to try and get yeah. a wee bit of for a wee bit something different without necessarily relying on adjuncts. I'm really interested to try it and see what, what it makes out of it, but it's a really interesting take. Um, obviously comes from the other bits of the kind of chemical or biochemistry industry, if you like, and it's the first time I've seen it or experienced it yeah. being applied to beer. So, and it's fair local-ish brewery, so I lo- always love the majority of the Project 7 stuff. Um, it's the go-to if you're going to go and get Stuart beer at the moment. If you're not going to their tap room and getting whatever yeah, it is that they've got direct for the tank, which is always beautiful, um, much more so than the stuff that travels into cans or travels into pubs, I would say. If you're getting it straight from the source, it's good. But the Project 7 stuff and cans and small pack is always banging. So it's, it's a must for me, and I'm looking forward to trying that the thialized stuff to see what it's like and if it's going to take off or going to make a difference. So I'm, I'm doing a wee bit of like reading as you were uh, kind of given the description. Uh, yeah. Well, no, because like, I'm the same as you. I find this stuff like fascinating, like, and one on a brewing point of view, but also from like a, like a flavor point of view as well. And by what I've kind of just gathered on this, just to add to what you're saying is that the, the th- thiols, if that's how it's saying, is has is, is been pronounced. Um, are high um, aroma active um, compounds that are fi- found within either hops, malt, and all the rest of it. So, when we're picking um, hops, for example, you pick based on the alpha acids and all the rest of it that are based within that to give you, like, basically the, the temperature that you're going to boil in and mash in and all the rest of it and where it's going to sit is determined that you're able to get more flavor out of so higher alpha acid hops are going to allow you to create more of a like they're going to take more from a bittering point of view lower down and and it gives you that flavor and by the sounds of it the 
Thiolus or however you're saying it, mate. Like I'm, I'm just I'm jumping on board that um, that it is in the same realm as cryo, um, and that from and from that an intensity point of view. But like you're saying, that it can be less hops are going to be used yeah. um, to ensure flavour um, coming through. So. It's... It'll be interesting. It sounds like to me, like from what the previous said, like <clears throat> it should be one of those beers when you open it, it's going to punch you in the face straight away with like, that aroma and stuff. And then, Aye. then you're at, like because it's a pilsner, then it might be more of a, a pilsner esque beer. Um, open it, it leads way like it, it, you get loads of fruit or loads of kind of fruity tropical Aye. aroma on the the beak, and then you you go for drinking it, and within. I don't know, three seconds, just as you swallow it, dries right up and zips away, right. and then how's he coming back again? That's that's the experience I'm looking for for it based on the limited right. reading that I've done and, right. and looking at the can and looking at what it is. That's what the I'm yeast, The yeast side before. of it, I think, is like really cool as well because, I'm, I, like you say, like I, I, I've read that bit there on based around the, the hop and the malt aspect of it, but, Gil, like you mentioned, that the, the seven... Um, the Stewart's Brewing number is based around the yeast strain as well and how that then kicks um, up in terms of the the efficiency of the hops and the flavour and the, and the output of that. And they've said just on this, the output um, is increased quite dramatically on uh, like a like based on the research that they've done on like a, a high number of hops so by using this specific yeast strain you're actually like you're saying gav you're going to get far more of the flavors coming through which like in a time where stuff's you know we, we are getting to the stage where you know we want flavor that's the whole point you know but you want body and texture and everything that we've mentioned if you're able to create flavor with less and make it go further, then you're a wee bit more sustainable, you're a wee bit more efficient, yeah. all that kind of stuff, which can only it's, be a see, good thing. It's an interesting time for brewing. We've all, we've said it before, it's difficult in terms of the economic structure and how things are and blah, blah, blah. And breweries are going to maybe have to go think a wee bit left field and come up with new ideas and how they're going to do business. might be one of those things. It might stick, it might not. But, I, like, it's interesting um, from what you guys have mentioned about it, but it sounds... Sounds like one. It sounds like we're all going to go pick up a can. Pretty fucking much. Pretty so fucking. At much. the end of the day, I think that's the the the, the biggest thing that you can come up with. Well, that's that's a winner. You've, if you've made, if you've made a beer that makes you have to go and pick up a, a four pack, then perfect. Talk about four pack. Uh, new segment. Four pack. Yes, in there. Brought it back. Fucking wound it right back. Four pack. Four questions to find out more about the beer fridge podcast crew, and um. Whether you might find it or not, tough shit, you're going to find out. Um, first question is, obviously, like I said, there's only four questions, because I couldn't do it, bother doing four for every single one of us. So first question to us all is a food uh, you, vow, you vow never to eat, ever, because you just fucking despise it, don't even like the idea of it, and don't want it at all. I'll go first to give you guys time to... Um, digest and come up with an answer. Mine's is Marmite. Tried it, I, put, I tried a wee bit once. Hate it. Not even, not even going to try and have it ever again. No thank you. Never, ever, ever. Yeah, I've never tried it to be fair, so I can't really comment. So I suppose that's... Cal's got an answer, I can see it. I quite like Marmite. 
Nah, it's just getting used used to. I'm actually struggling with this. I had like if you asked me about five years ago, it would be probably quite easy. But I've kind of got to the stage where your palate's changed. I don't really. I I I kind of like everyone. <laughs> See, we uh, octopus. Octopus salad is my favourite mate. Salad. <laughs> what drinks? I'm going to pass the now and let somebody else shout. Yeah. Go then, Scott. Any answers? I'll eat pretty much anything. The only thing I'll absolutely know, eat, having watched loads of videos, of it, um, is that stuff. Uh, I'll get his proper name. Ken, what you're going to say? The fermented, rotten, fermented shark. Oh, Iceland. Oh, it's got. Is it surströming or something like that? Something it's, like that. Aye. It's the big can that everybody gags at. Aye. Um, no, no, that's that's like, that's the fermented like fermented herrings. Aye, aye. And you buy is the that... can, you buy the can, and it's all like ballooned up. Mm-hmm. Aye. But the the one that I was talking about was in Iceland, and they they basically they get you get a shark, and you you bury it in this in the sand for like a year, and then aye. get it out and eat it. But it's it's like toxic, and you need to drink you need to drink like seventy proof vodka to. To counteract the the bacteria, the bacteria and all the rest of it. That's uh, I and everybody that I've seen in videos trying it has just been like, oh. Why would you bother drinking? Why would you bother eating it? Uh, I was gonna say, here's me thinking like somebody's gonna say like bananas and stuff, and you're talking about like <laughs> fucking fermented shark. Fermented shark. <laughs> like no. fuck me. It's quite famous, mate. To be fair, it's not just it's not totally off the wall. It's, you mm. know, they're quite famous. Was, was that your answer? That, that stuff, I would just never try it. It's totally, nah, see, yeah. see, I, I, I I'll never eat. I think I would. I think I would try it. Like I would try it and see, oh. but no, I don't know. I feel like my, I feel like man's was fucking under par now. Mm-hmm. I would say so, if I was going to be something like really simple and hang it, like I'm not a big coconut guy. Like I think coconuts are a waste of space. So I would say I would stick there. Not like right. a wee bounty, not like a wee bounty, no? That is the worst bit of chocolate in the world, no, mate. <laughs> no, I like a bounty. Sorry, you're wrong. Bounty's good, oh, man. No, I'm sorry, red. that's... Nah, the best, the, and also the best bounty's the red one. The dark chocolate. Dark chocolate, number I think, uh, for me, um, it's uh, going to be something like halloumi. What? Really? Hmm. You're a halloumi's fucking cool. It is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> When I've been done. T- right, I've, I've been done to the halloumi. Oh, it's kind of like we both hanging with halloumi fries, man. The problem fucking is dynamite. The, the, halloumi the fries. The, what's wrong? What's wrong with a fucking chip? Oh, halloumi fries oh, are the ball. They're all right, eh? But the the problem with halloumi, halloumi is the, the no window. But the uh, but it's the window of the window of being good is so short. Like you've you've literally got to pick it out of the pan yourself and stick it in your mouth. Piping hot eye, and that that's good because it is melty. Everything I, after that's. I don't want to eat food it, that's squeaky. That you just talked about eating for Mary Shark, mate. <laughs> at least that's adventurous. Well, halloumi was at one point. Mm. <laughs> what do you want? What do you, what do you want? Do you want fries with your burger? No, give me give me a pun of squeaky chips. But it's the same of... as folk asking for sweet potato fries or curly pota- fries, man. Sweet potato fries can also 
get on a bus nah, and that's, that's yeah, come on that's yeah, a one way ticket to behaviour behaviour honestly you need a bit of culture obviously the, <laughs> culture sweet you need a bit of culture pal <laughs> listen I love, I love a triple cook chip just as much as the next person aye so they are also, but you've got, there's also enjoy place. a sweet potato fry and I love halloumi when it's like if you literally pick it's it, pit, if it's violent, the pan yourself and it's absolutely melting. I, I agree. Just, See, it just melts um, and goes away. But the window of perfection is so poor aye. that ordering it in a restaurant is almost right. no is no worthwhile. It's never. I, I agree with Very that. very rarely pays off in a restaurant. Because sometimes that like the um, you need to be you would need to be burning its arse off the heat lamp for it to be aye. warm enough to still hit the right mark when you eat it. So it's never a, ever order them. I don't ever order them. I'll make halloumi myself and slice it. Well, sometimes the the wife makes a cat as a salad thing, and she puts salami oh, in it. Another fucking salad. Another salad, and I um, I can't I can't remember which does, but then the time that it takes for the dish to be finished and the halloumi is in there, well, you'll eat it, and it's it, 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 I agree with you to, to some um regard there, Callum. Like it's like eating rubber, and you can hear it, and like and it, yeah, it does give me the heebie-jeebies, but aye, eh. It's like it's like eating a piece of bubble gum that you get mm-hmm. inside, like inside a lolly <laughs> when you were five, and and you chew it for seventeen hours and don't want to spit it out, and it gets mm-hmm. it's that kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for ever having the opportunity again. I don't think I would ever go back to a flum. No, to that. I pointless sweetie, <laughs> pointless sweetie. <laughs> What right, does, moving on. What, 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 what does is take up avoid. space in your uh, in your, your packing wax tub, right? Tangent avoid. Tangent fucking block. Tangent block. Favorite board. Oh, you asked oh. us about food you would eat. I did. I did. But favorite board or card game at the moment. At the moment. At the, what do you mean at the moment? Just and oh, fuck off. Monopoly favorite... go. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Uno. 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 You just um, keep reverse kidding one. All the time, this. No, no, we found a new Uno. It's um, I think it's called Uno Twist, maybe. And there's, there's like there's two sides. There's, there's a dark side and a light side, and you get you switch between the two. It's, the dark side is literally the dark side. It's like you're getting fucking bent over. So you instead of pick up two, pick up whatever it is three, whatever it is, you're getting, you're picking up five, picking up ten. Bosh, you're getting shafted big time. The best card game, surely, is Cards Against Humanity. Right. I like Cards Against Humanity. Not saying it's or, the best. Or, cla- or saying... classic. Classic Switch. Mm. I was going to oh, say Switch, too. Switch. That's what I was going to lie on. How many years yeah. of your life did you waste <laughs> playing Switch? How many years of your life you wasted playing Snap? Mm. Gabby Queen. <clears throat> I'm, oh, a, I'm a like... fan of uh, Cribbage. God. I think it's Cribbage. He's a fucking bitch. I'll teach you how to play cribbage. No, right? don't don't do it in the podcast. We don't do. No, no, no. Backgammon. No. That's that that that'll be for our Patreon subscribers. Callum's <laughs> Callum's cribbage masterclass. We'll live we'll live stream cribbage. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Uh, one beer you wish was never made. That's not macro. Um, I'll give you guys a second to think about it. Surely everybody, like as soon as you said that, everybody had the same chain of thought. And I, I chose my words really carefully there. No? Mm-hmm. What? what, what? All right. I'll, I'll let Gav go. Like, 
I, I was going well, to say Pango Unchained was where I was going as soon as you yep. say that. <laughs> I was like, surely everybody's, as soon as you mentioned that, my brain went straight to Brutoon and Mango Unchained. Well, mine's went to fucking Sleeping Limes. Um, mm, from oh, wild, the Wild Beer <laughs> Um I actually, I, I scrolled back on Untapped and I did actually put a review up and all I wrote was, hate it. Tastes like, tastes like pishy pants. Thank you very much. Zero point two five. Two Borg, mate. <laughs> That's mm. macro. Oh, I know, with but... the old drink pool top. <laughs> I know. Other one, other one. I've got up there. Solar Flare from Beavertown. More recent. Their, their Tesco um, beverage. But Cal, you got any you wish were never in existence? Um, Cuban heels by Loch Lomond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that even sounds bad. That's, I can't even remember what it is. It sounds it's, awesome. it's a, a watermelon sour. Ooh. Watermelon? Do you watermelon grisette? Mm. Mine is one thousand percent cherry bakewell fruity pale ale by Play Bruco. That oh. should never have been canned by anybody. Okay. Yeah. I, I seen Do that. I understand that, how that. anybody had a miff of that and didn't immediately spit it back out. Like I said in text, I expect an MBE for having finished it. Well, <laughs> you're coming to the right place to come and get one. Maybe they'll be dishing them out. <laughs> and if you're selling... Charlie, meat... Charlie will be pushed, he'll be fucking... He'll be dishing them out like confetti. <laughs> as long as you bring your checkbook. And if you're selling, Mark? Mango was the first one that came to mind. Um... I'm doing the same. I had a quick peek on the old on tap, taking it all the way back. Two Borg, zero point two five percent. Like so, I, I've obviously I've never got over two Borg. You know, there's a quick way to look on your thingy. No, you I'm, can filter it. I'm doing it. That's what I'm saying. Like two Borg. That's my lowest rated one at zero. Oh, is, it, is it a two Borg? Oh shit! Fair play. Two Borg guy. Fair play. Fair play. I've um, also got a, a mango. I've obviously done like a cool ship sour mango ale from Ill's Good Brewing. Five percent sour. I've rated it zero point five, um, and I've just wrote. wrote I'm not going to say what I've wrote because it's basically just like <laughs> this is piss out of a yep and uh, yeah. So <laughs> fair play, fair play. Uh, last of the four pack. I'll do this every so often. Um, this should be a unanimous, like a unanimous answer. To be fair. Should breweries do tours on Saturday? <laughs> mm. Absolutely. I feel like it's uh, imperative. <laughs> especially when they're there. Especially when I'm there. Like, if breweries don't do tours any other Saturdays, that's okay. But as, if they, if, as long as they're doing the tour on the Saturday that I'm there, then that's okay. Right. Makes sense when, to me. Like, when you're five minutes away, like, just do the fucking tour. Thing is, okay. they would, they will do tours now because they've got the actual like more space now, and they've got the tap. Well, they're day tours now because they found out about no tours on Saturday after you. I know that was one of the the actual most funniest, embarrassing points ever. Having meeting Fiona, who's the managing director. Oh, and, come on, talk us through that. Talk us through that interaction, Mark. How did that go? So it was at Seaball Awards, and I was with David McDonald, who ex um, manager, um, and. We're helping set up 
the SEBA awards at Murrayfield. So when was that? Last year? Year before? Last year. Mm-hmm. Last, last year. year, right? Last year. Um, so it was the first, like I say, I never met um, like Fiona or that before. And Mark <coughs> from uh, Ferry, he was there, the two kind of coordinators. And I was only trying to drop beer off, but they were slammed, so I thought we'd help out. So I was like, no bother. So why on the way? Who are you working for? Elkimensby. Oh, you know David, all that kind of stuff. So carrying all this stuff up and down. And uh, she says, oh, you worked for anybody else before? I says, nah, but we kind of run a beer podcast. Or who's, what's the podcast? Did the beer fridge. Did, and uh, she kind of had this wee pause. <laughs> and I just, like, had the wee laugh, but, like, wee smile. And knowing full well, having spoken to her for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, that she was the, you know, managing director at Lockwood and that. And then, and then it was... There's something that's like hanging me in that, like the beer for the giant. I was like, I, I says we've kind of got an ongoing joke basically about um, that you guys don't do a tour on a Saturday. She says what? She says I like I've heard this somewhere. <laughs> what do you mean? And I says, well, I says a co-host. Ah, we got married up at the crew in, in Loch Lomond, and we had planned. We we're up there all weekend. When was the Sunday? We we're planning on being at the brewery, doing a tour. Getting a couple of scoops and all the rest of it down in um, the town, but you don't do a tour on a Saturday. We definitely do, and I says I can almost I can guarantee you never done a tour when we were there on a Saturday, right? <laughs> so I says it's kind of an ongoing joke. So every time we mention any Loch Lomond beers on the podcast, it's Loch Lomond no tours on Saturday. And she just looked at me this like, and then just burst out laughing, and I was like, thank fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Instead of turning around going, get the fuck out. I was helping her carry in scaffolding and that, so I suppose, but um no, nah, but at the end of the day, like you know Can't, you know what they need to do? You know what they, you know what would be really cool? Fucking coming your camera off your plate. I'm just touching my laptop, is it? See it would be really funny. See if we did a beer called No Tour on Saturday. That would be that would be I say that to her though. I think I pitched that saying we surely have to do a collab, but um a beer, no tour, or just no tours. No tours would be cool. I'll add the Saturday. Myself. Yeah, I'll add this. I'll add. Um, no, we no. we were going to do um a dummy's guide to cask or keg. Um, we're kind of running a wee bit over, but do you want to do it? We could save that for next week. <clears throat> we can save that. We can save that. Mm-hmm. Let's save it for next. week. We've digressed. Clearly too much. No, As we do. Typical, that's how <clears throat> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, as always, wherever you listen to the podcast, we hope you enjoyed it. And please make sure you subscribe and hit the ding and link to be notified of all the latest episodes. Um, Giza Five Star, we would greatly appreciate if you could do so. If you want to show your special support, head to patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast, get access to exclusive content and much more on patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. On next week's podcast, I'm pretty sure you'll hear some more about Brew London and we'll get that cask and keg. Dummy's guide. Don't know what happened to my voice there. <laughs> <laughs> Cask and keg. Um, Dummy's guide on next week's pods. And until next time, to myself, Gavin, MD, Scotty, and Callum. Goodbye. Good luck. Butterfly. Beer fridge pumpkin.